Welcome to Cephalon Squared Community Spotlight. In these episodes, we have a chat with a prominent member of the Warframe community. If you can put us in touch with your favorite partner, reach out via our website, cephalonsquared.com. On with the show. G'day, Cephalon Collective, and welcome to a very special episode of Cephalon Squared. This is our first ever Community Spotlight episode. My name is Cephalon Greg. Well, it's not my name. It's just what I call myself when I do these podcasts. I'm Cephalon <laughs> Greg. I'm joined by Cephalon Lucas. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. It's, uh, it's been a good day. Nice and quiet. Got a, got a lot done. Doing good. Yes. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> good for you. So, it's our first uh, Community Spotlight. So, what is a Community Spotlight, Lucas? Go on, explain it for the people. Well, uh, Community Spotlight is where we sit down and have a chat with one of the uh, the Warframe um, partners uh, and, you know, just expand on, on the uh, the overall community a bit and just dive in to, to get to know some of the, the rest of the community. Exactly. So, um, this first episode, episode, I guess it is an episode, it's kind of an interview, not really even an interview, more of a chat, whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, it is with a gentleman, an Aussie gentleman named uh, Backyardus TV. Uh, it's not his actual name, of course. <laughs> so um, we had a good chat with him, uh, which you'll hear in just a moment. Uh, the reason I sort of chose him is, is I say chose, <laughs> but the reason we went with um, with Backyardus is is mainly because I really wanted to have a local content creator slash Warframe partner um, on first as our first uh, guest, just because we're Australian. We wanted to have an Aussie, uh, you know. Represent. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Stupid brain. I've been working too hard today. That's what it is. So <laughs> Backyardus has uh, been around for a while. Uh, you may or may not know him. He has, um, you know, in the interview, he'll tell us he's been around for five years. Uh, he has quite a following on Twitch. I think he's just hit a thousand subscribers, but he's got something like 26,000 uh, followers. So he's um, he's good stuff. And, you know, he makes us Aussies proud. So, uh, and he's he's quite an entertaining guy, so we're hoping that uh, we will have him back on again in the future. But one of the things I did want to say before we get into it is um, we are reaching out to other Warframe partners, but if you know someone and you've got a bit of a rapport with someone and you think you can uh, perhaps put in a good word for us, give it a shot because sometimes that will help us um, actually score that interview with the person because if they don't know who we are... They might not be that interested. So if you think there's someone out there that you would love to hear from and you think you might be able to get their uh, interest or, you know, uh, have them maybe notice you more than they might notice us, give it a shot. Uh, we are trying. We are sending emails out to all sorts of different people. But so this isn't the first, uh, this isn't the last, but it is the first. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get on into this interview, Lucas? Mm, nope. <laughs> Nope. nope, he says. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So, on with the show. Here is Backyardist TV. Okay, so it is our first ever 
um, community spotlight, I suppose, is what we were calling it when we started talking about doing this all the way back in episode one. We've gotten to episode 35 and we've finally got our first community spotlight uh, star, I suppose you are. So we're welcoming Jim from Backyardist TV, who is a Twitch streamer, if I can speak English. So welcome to Jim. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Welcome. Welcome. Glad to have you on the show. No worries. So it is, like I was just saying, it is something that we've been talking about doing for a long time. We we want to be a community podcast, so we want to involve people from the community at large. We do little interviews with uh, our listeners, but um, we also want to introduce uh, some of the Twitch streamers out there. So I guess give us a, a little quick spiel about yourself, who you are, where you, you know, what you what you do, what games you stream, etc., yeah, so uh, I've been playing Warframe and streaming Warframe full time now for, geez, since uh, October ish, twenty seventeen. So a year and a bit, year and a half ish. Um, I've been streaming on Twitch now for almost five years. April will be five years, and um, yeah, been you know focusing on Warframe as my main game. I got partnered with Warframe. I think it would have been uh, very early twenty eighteen. Also became a Twitch partner around the same time. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's been my, my focus for, uh, Twitch since then, really. Uh, I, I'm trying to add a bit of variety now, um, as we progress through the, the journey and, um, uh, I'm starting all my streams in the just chatting section, getting to know my community a bit better, but we always fall back to Warframe and, and that's the priority and that's the, uh, the main focus of the stream. Yeah. That's wow. fantastic. How many days a week do you stream? So I stream uh, Sunday through to Thursday um, from 3 p.m. through to 11 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Um, I always leave Friday and Saturday uh, open, you know, friends want to ha- catch up and they're working through the week. So Friday night and Saturday night, that's the way to go. So, yeah, um, yeah and I, I always, when I was uh, working full time prior, I was still streaming, but I would uh, my schedule was 7 p.m. through to 11. So I just extended it that extra four hours to 3 p.m. through to 11 so if I ever have to go back to work, heaven forbid, um, we'll have that. Uh, I'll just cut it back to that 7 p.m. time through to 11. And I'll retain half of the audience at least, you know. Yeah, yeah interesting. Um, so you play Warframe virtually eight hours a day, five days a week. Sure do. And uh, standing desk, it's a very common question. Are you standing? And yeah, I'm standing. So I stand up for eight hours a day and uh, play Warframe for a lot of it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There you uh, go. Wow. Um, I, I've seen it uh, in your recent videos. You got some um, pinball machines in the background. Um, what, what machines do you have? Yeah, so I've got uh, three of them, and I did a I did a pinball stream just the other day. Actually, um, it was a third or fourth one I've done. I've got the Metallica pinball, which was my first pinball machine. I got. Uh, nice. I think it was when was it? It may have been back in 2011 or something like that. I went to see. Um, the documentary slash movie thing, Some Kind of Monster, I think. No, not Some Kind of Monster. It was uh, Through the Never. Mm. And uh, I went to IMAX down in the city and uh, I saw this metallic pinball machine. I was like, hold on. I used to love pinball back in the day and um, I saw it there. And, I, and that was a Sunday night. I'm pretty sure I saw it on a Sunday night. By the Wednesday, I had the pinball machine in my house. I just oh, raced around <laughs> uh, Monday, Tuesday and, and found where the hell do I get a pinball machine, you know? And uh, oh, so that's wow. the first one I got. Um, I got the Metallica pinball machine, pinball machine back then. And then I uh, picked up the um, a Walking Dead machine. 
which I have since sold. And then I got a Medieval Madness, which is a remake of a classic game. And in 2017, I got a new Star Wars machine, um, which is oh, wow. pretty awesome. So I now I have the three of them. And yeah, we did a stream of those just the other day, actually. And uh, it was pretty awesome playing all three of them. That's awesome. Interesting. That's um, that's pretty cool. So obviously you're a, a metal fan as well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just got my Metallica slash Slipknot tickets uh, just the other day for their October nice. tour. Yeah. <laughs> did you see Slayer while they were in town for the last time ever? No, I didn't see Slayer. Uh, I was going to go to the yeah. Download Festival, but um, I missed out. I really wanted to see Ghost. That, they're, they're the band oh, that I'm yeah. really interested in at the moment, but uh, didn't get a chance. So, um, yeah, a bit unfortunate there. Yeah, I wanted to get it down there. I wanted to see Behemoth. But, oh, um, yeah, nice. Oh, well, such is life. Such Indeed. is life. Yeah. Um, Back on the, the, the Warframe thing. Sure, if you must. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'd love to talk about metal all day. That Lucas knows. He tells me to shut up all the time. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he doesn't. He's all right. He's tolerable of little old me. Um, Eight <laughs> hours a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eight hours a day for for you. You started back in October. Let's let's touch on that one. Um, October twenty seventeen, which is right around the time I started. Mm-hmm. Was that mm-hmm. when you chose to go full time streaming Warframe, or is that when you started playing Warframe? So, I was playing. I was a okay. Let's let's run back. Let's let's this this is a bigger bigger topic. Let's go back a bit. <laughs> so, um, I've been streaming for almost five years now. Like I said, and um, I was doing a bit of variety and jumping around and I was, uh, for about a year, I was a Elder Scrolls Online streamer and uh, um, there's the infamous me losing my mind when the game lagged really bad out um, and there's a clip of that, me losing my mind, um, which is a big favourite of the channel and after <laughs> that, uh, and that would have been around uh, September-ish of 2017, and then I was looking for another main game to sink my teeth into. And I had played Warframe, I think it would have been 2015, I'd, I started Warframe. And I played it for about three weeks or so. Um, and it was all right, but I, I didn't really love it, you know. And I was, uh, after I raged out of Elder Scrolls Online, I was looking for another game to sink my teeth into. I like to have a main game that you can really spend some time on. And um, uh, somebody was playing Warframe and they said, oh, I'd try it again. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, it's pretty pretty ordinary. I said, no, give it another crack. It's a lot different now. Sure enough, I, I jumped in, and as soon as I tried it, and the main thing that got me was the whole parkour system, mm. that the, the, the advancement, the fluidness of, of the movement, and that was like, whoa, this is totally different, and this is awesome. And um, pretty much ever since, as soon as, as soon as I started it up again, it was like, holy moly, this is, uh, this is fantastic. And um, since then, I've been hooked. So, you know, that was, that was it. Yeah, I don't think that's a uncommon story, to be honest. There's, I think there's a lot of people who started playing way back when and mm. was unimpressed, so to speak. I was yep. one of them. I think Lucas was as well back in the day. Yep. Um, yeah, I just found it interesting <laughs> that you said October 2017, because that's pretty much when I started playing Warframe myself. I started a little bit earlier than that, maybe September, I think. Uh, and it was just because I was disappointed in the way Destiny was going. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, interesting. It's interesting because, um, it was around the same time that Plains of Eidolon came out, but I had no idea about Plains of Eidolon and, and I didn't really care about it at that time. Mm. Cause I was, I was a scrub. I was new and <laughs> it was more, it was more just me. Tr- it was just lined up that I was trying to find a, a new game. Like I said, to sink my teeth into. 
And I think it's probably because of Plans of Eidolon that people were talking about it. And that made me give it another look. And I didn't even touch Plans of Eidolon for ages because I was my I, I logged onto the same account and I think it was MR2 or MR3 at the time. Yeah. And I was like just running around like I had no idea, but it just felt a lot different to what I remembered. And yeah, like I say, I was hooked from that point on and it was um it was brilliant. And it, it sort of coincided with that whole hype of Planes of Eidolon that I later found out was a thing. Um, but it actually wasn't because of Planes of Eidolon, but it was just I needed a new game and it just lined up beautifully, you know? Yeah, uh, nice. Very nice. Um, so, you know, talking about Warframe, um, mm. tell us about some of your, your favorite frames or weapons. I get this question every day on, on stream, like every day, what's your favorite frame? And the answer is the same. And I've got this rehearsed almost. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much, uh, I, I, let me, let me, let me explain it this way. I always say that the, you know, Warframe is, um, think of it as a trade, a tradesman. You've got a whole bunch of tools for in your tool belt. Now you're not going to use a hammer all day long. Okay, if you need to hammer something, you're going to bring out your hammer. If you need to drill something, you're going to bring out your drill. So in my mind, the warframes are tools in my tool belt, and I'll bring them out depending on what I'm doing. But some of my favourite tools are Inaris, <laughs> love Inaris. I love Nova, speed or slow. Mm-hmm. Um, Saren for uh, Sanctuary Onslaught, uh, Chroma for Eidolons. Um, Gara is an absolute favorite for uh, Kuva farming. She's pretty much an unstoppable beast if, if people know how to play her right. Um, what else we got? We've got, uh, I said Saren, didn't I? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Loki for spy missions. Uh, Nidus just for domination, you know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. How many did I cover? There's a, there's a whole bunch of them. They're all awesome. But pretty much my mains are Anaris. And, and the reason I say Anaris, and, and Hildred, Hildred now has become a bit of an interesting one. Um, and for me as a streamer, I, I look for, for frames that I can run around with and focus on my chat and know that they're not going to die. So yeah. I'm not big on the squishy frames that do a lot of damage. I don't really care about that. It's more, if I need to talk to my chat, can I stare at the other screen and know that my frame isn't going to die? And Anaris is never going to die. Hildren <laughs> now is sort of taking that spot. I'm really enjoying her. Um, okay. I can just look at my chat and yeah, she's got 5,000 shield. Yeah, she's fine. You know, <laughs> so so that's how I go with it. You know, yeah, awesome, interesting. So tell us a little. So just so you know, we are primarily PS4 players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have Hildren yet. Yeah. So we get in our, you know, as you've seen, you've you've joined our um our Discord and you've seen we've got quite a bit a few PC players. Yeah. Um. So those guys tell us what they think of Hildren. So we've got a little bit of feedback. What's your? Obviously, you think she's pretty tanky. Uh, what do you think of her kit? Yeah. So this is this is this is really interesting. When I started playing Anaris, just changing the topic slightly, yeah. I absolutely hated him. Absolutely. I said, this guy sucks. He's pointless. There's no, nothing to him. What's the point? And now he's become one of my mains, right? Hildren, as soon as I got her, because I get her, because th- I'm a Warframe partner, I got her through the day one access program. Um, and I leveled it, leveled her up. And I said, you know what? She's all right, but th- I don't see a reason to play her. And then uh, a couple of days later, I gave her another go. And I was like, holy moly, she's fantastic. Um They've just changed, and I logged on today and I had a look, and they just changed the number four ability. You get to uh, do the dashes and the, the um, dodges while you're in that number four ability before you couldn't really, you were just sort of stuck floating around. You were just around. kind of hovering before, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. right. So now yeah. with the mobility, it's like unbelievable. Um, and I'm just, I did the sortie today, which was uh, the second leg was augmented shields. So they had mm. a lot more shields. And I was just running around pressing number two and just stripping their shields stripping and just dominating. Shields. It was amazing. So Fantastic. She she's really fun. Um, look, the the weapon, the what is it called? The bale something or other? The number one? Uh, Balefire, uh, I think. Balefire, yeah. It, it's not great, but I've got it up to 40,000 radiation damage. So Ooh, it's, not, it's no slouch, right? And I'm, I'm like... I don't really min-max builds, but um, she pretty much dominates. Uh, mm. So I can expect a bit of a nerf coming through soon at some point, I'm sure of it, you know. <laughs> She's fantastic, let's put it that way. Awesome. Good to hear. I'm, I'm, I've been quite excited about her because I thought her kit looked fun above above all else. Mm. So, you know, I'm glad to glad to hear you say that. And especially that because um, Augmented Shields is the bane of my existence in sorties. <laughs> right. <laughs> So in um, everyone's existence. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad actually that's like she's going to be my go-to for that now. I think. Yeah, I di- I didn't even think about it, but once I was I was in that sortie today. I, I just do it public when I do the sorties on the weekend. Normally uh, during the week, I'll do the sorties with my viewers, and we have a set group or, or whatever. We'll just run through. But um, on the weekends, I just like to go public, mm. and it was. You know, it was a, it was a no, it was nothing. It was, it was like a normal mission. You know, everyone, I didn't even, I was just <laughs> spamming number two and just dominating the shields and they, they were all dead. And it was like, oh, augmented shields, you say? Yeah, nah. You know, it was brilliant. <laughs> Hildren, for the win. Hildren, for the win, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, now, I've, I've seen in our uh, Discord, a few people have kind of mentioned that Hildren um, isn't really built for infested. What are your takes on that? Yeah, no, nah, fair point, fair comment, that one. Um, I've... Like, yeah, no, nah, fair comment, fair comment. Uh, it's so the number two recovers your shields, right? And yep. and you, you, all your abilities are based on that shield. Uh, and when you do the when you're on the infested missions, you're you're spamming number two, and you're not getting a whole bunch back. Although I haven't quite worked out exactly how it's working, but I do somehow get the shields back, and I'm not sure what I'm stripping to return back. But hmm. like, I think in all my time playing Hildren, and I've been pretty much focusing her for the last two streams, so that's. Uh, 16 hours and yep. today um, on the on the sortie like I said although that wasn't infested but in that 16 hours I was pretty much focusing her directly I died one time and that was because I was just staring at my chat and not looking at the screen at all so <laughs> you know rightly or wrongly she she doesn't die so I don't know um, but yeah infested she doesn't do well but she's no slash like I said I don't even think I died in an infested mission so go figure you know she she yeah. holds her own that's great. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Have you hit um, MR27 yet? Nah, look, MR is a big bugbear of mine. Um, I'm <laughs> MR22. I have, at last look, I think it was 1,720 mission hours, probably 2,400-odd <laughs> uh, steam hours. Uh, in my mind, MR is... Look, I get a lot of new players come through my stream and, you know, I've got noob friendly in my title and we try and help out new people and my community is based around helping new people come through. And mastery rank is something that really, I I hate it. I I really hate it. It it annoys me because people come in from other games and they, and rightly so, they think, right, I need to get to the higher, highest level so then I can start doing end game. But Warframe doesn't work that way. And... Mm. Um, you know, then I have people who are two months in and they're mastery 26 and I'm, I'm like, well, all well and good, but you're only two months in and you've just smashed out all the frames and all the weapons and you've got nothing else to do. 
Um, so I'm Master Rank 22 and I have been for a very long time uh, because, to be honest, I don't really go... I don't chase weapons or anything like that, so I don't really care for the number. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about playing the game and enjoying the game and every now and again I'll go, all right, let me try... If I, especially if I get a ribbon for a certain weapon, I might try it out and I'll go farm it. I'll, I'll go farm the resources. To be honest, I don't farm anymore. I just have all the resources. I'll just build it. Um, so <laughs> Master Rank for me is one of those love-hate relationship type things. I, you know, it's, I see the purpose, but then I also don't see the purpose and I know it confuses a lot of people. So I'm not a great fan of it. So MR22 is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and no real desire to, to push beyond that, to be honest. I mean, I'll get there when I get there. There's not much need to, I guess, especially once you, once you're over mastery 20 mm-hmm. and you're, you're starting off with, um, at least 20 or, or 40, uh, Mod capacity. Mod, mod capacity. Yeah. That's all you really need from your mastery rank. After yeah. that, it just doesn't matter. Oh. Plus, you've got all the weapons you need unlocked. Nothing is locked behind a mastery wall. So That's right, yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I mean you, do get the, you do get the syndicate rep and the... And the yeah, you know, the extra um, standing does help, yeah. Standing and yeah. all that. But, I mean, uh, I, I see it a lot. Of t- I, I mean, I, I interact with a lot of people every day, um, you know, I think I was looking at the other day and it's like something like 3000 average per day people come through my chat. Now, most of them don't chat, but you know, they're, they're Warframe players for the most part. And, hmm. um, I have a lot of new players come through and then they, they focus mastery and they try They, you know, they assume that mastery is the key. And what I find is you have people who are mastery 26 who don't have a build worth a damn and they'll end up, you know, you take them into a sortie and they get wrecked. Then you got Mastery 8s who have been playing for a long time, have all the mods, have b- decent builds, and can absolutely dominate. And I'd much prefer to hang out with that Mastery 8 person who knows what they're doing versus a Mastery 26 who got there in two months and doesn't have any mods on any of the, you know, any of the builds. And, and that's why I don't... That's that's what gets me with this Mastery system. I, um, I'm not a huge fan of it because it, it skews people's minds and they think, oh, well, I'm Mastery 26, now 27... And they think they're, you know, they're away they go, but it's not how the game works. So it's not built that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen in the past, um, a few people that I've partied up with, they've been high tier, uh, high mastery ranks. And then we have a, maybe like a mastery rank five join the party and nine times out of 10, there will be the whole, oh, they're only a mastery rank five. They can't be mm. that good of a player. So yeah, no, I, I agree. It is a, it is a, it can be quite a. Um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a, a bit of a faulty system. Hmm. Yeah, and what I find also is those who have been playing for a very short time. I think Warframe, and we'll probably all agree on this, is um, there's a lot of burnout in Warframe. And oh yes, <laughs> and I think that's a problem based on look. There's a lot, a lot of different things to do in Warframe. So when when I stream, I encourage people to. Um, people ask me, you know, what should I be doing? And, and my, my answer is always do a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of that. Don't focus one thing. Don't focus mastery. Don't focus your star chart. Don't focus your weapons. Do a little bit and progress together because if you focus the star chart, well, okay, you've done the star chart, but now you're not ready for arbitrations because your builds suck. Mm. Or don't focus your builds because now you've got all these cool builds, but now you can't do the, the arbitrations, for example, because you're not there yet. Um, don't focus your mastery because all oh, oh, well and good, you're mastery 26, but you haven't done the star chart. And, and it all sort of flows into each other. So yeah. in my mind, a little bit of everything and progressing um, 
everything together, by the time you do the star chart, you've got your builds right. You've got, yeah, you know, you've got, you've done all your quests. You've got some rivens now. Um, you've traded a bit. And so you've got, you know, you've got your relics or your game, your relic game is all sorted. And by the time you have done the star chart, your mastery 20, you know, maybe 20, maybe 18, somewhere there. I don't know. Um, but your builds are solid and you're good. You know, you've got a weapon that you can trust and you can go into any mission and dominate with, you know, and, and in my mind, that's, that's how you don't burn out in the game. If you focus one thing, you'll get bored of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you're done after a few months and we don't want that. We want people to stick around for a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to ask how you, how you, um, avoid burnout. So I guess you, you covered that one. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, look, and, and the other thing is I, I mainly play with my stream. Um, mm. and my, my games are open to my viewers. I've got a queue list and we always run the queue top down. That's a bit of a meme for my, my viewers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, you know, I, I'll, I'll play with anybody and the key, uh, you know, I don't care what level you are. If somebody comes in and they're just brand new to the game, I'll take them into whatever they, they're doing. And for me, I don't like to run people through. So here's a story. When I started the game again, um, I had people running me through missions and capture missions, for example, prime, prime example, uh, I'd jump in the game and I was running, walking around really. And by the time I could get my bearings of left or right, the green marker would come out and I'd have to run to the end. And I had no yeah. idea what the mission was. And it's like, you, you know, they would suck the fun out of the game. Yeah. So when I get somebody into the game that is new, I'll literally run behind them and, just protect them effectively and let them kill the boss or whatever we're doing. Um, and I'll just sort of run, you know, I, I literally watch them and stick behind them and try and guide them forward instead of killing everything for them and, and running through. Because the, here's the problem with Warframe. The community is so damn friendly. They tend to <laughs> suck the fun out of the game for people who are new because they do everything for them. They're trying to help so much. They give them gifts. They give them weapons. They give them Warframes. And then a new person goes, well, I don't need to, I don't get this game, you know, I'm running around and here I've got this cool Warframe, I don't know what to do. Mm. Uh, because people just, they, they, they're overly, it's, what's it, what is it, killing you with love? That's what they're doing, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, I agree. when I, yeah. And, and so I tell people that if you're going to help somebody out, you're better off helping them by supporting them and let them explore the game and just, you know, yeah, it's going to be slow for you, but just sit behind them and let them push forward and let them explore the game. And you just protect them effectively, you know, and, and that's what I try and do in my stream when I get a new player and, and that sort of stuff avoids the burnout. You know, I, I do different things, you know, we, um, yeah, it's, it's various, uh, what am I saying here? Like, you know, you, you help a new player out or you might do some idolons and, and you mix it all up and all of that variance is what keeps it fresh for me. You know? Yeah. Fair. Plus so all the new people and it's, um, that keeps it fresh as well, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. I can understand. Yeah, um, yeah I hate, hate to admit it, but I was one of those mastery whores when I started. Lucas knows this all too well. Yeah, um, Still are. <laughs> no, not so much anymore. So I, I smashed my way all the way through until I got to mastery rank 23. Yeah, probably took me about that year. Mm. Um, and then I got to the point where I was like, shit, I'm mastery rank 23, but I don't know exactly how to take down the Eidolons, for example. Or <laughs> right, I don't know, yeah. you know, I, I can't last more than 30 minutes on my own in a, um, even in a low level mm. survival and things like that. I mean, now I've got almost a thousand hours under my belt. So I've put in a lot of time since then, and I haven't ranked up mastery in good six months. 
and yeah. I'm I'm not really focused on on it anymore. I am focused on um, mastering weapons and getting them done and ticking them all off. Like uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a I had a, a goal that I wanted to get all of the secondary weapons done before they released kick guns, and I did right. that. Yeah. Um. And you know, part of me is is happy that I did that because it was an achievement. But at the same time, there's a lot of secondary weapons that I rushed through that I probably put, should have put more effort into and yeah. might have found that I would have enjoyed those weapons. So, yeah, I, and a lot of people, I mean, you're in a fringe case that you did that, you rushed it and then you, you identified it and you can still play the game where a lot of people get through it and they go, well, I'm done with the game now, I'm bored and I'll move on because, yeah. you know, DE can no, can't, can't produce content as quick as we can consume it. They just It just physically can't be done, <laughs> right? Um, and there's a few people like yourself that will get through some stuff and go, cool, I'm going to go back and revisit some of these weapons and play and enjoy it where others will just smash through it and then they'll go, I'm done and they'll move on. And then, you know, we don't want that. Mm. And I did get to that point where I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm done. But, um, and I stopped for a while. I think that was around the time Monster Hunter came out at the start of last year. A lot of people jumped across, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yes, I think we uh, we both stopped for about three months at that point. Yeah. yeah, and then I came back, and since then I've really been focused on my builds and um, you know learning more end game uh, stuff, and and that's why now I enjoy it much more. And I, it really disappoints me when there are so many people out there, like you said, who get to that point and they think there's nothing left in the game. But right. if you sit back and have a look at how much content is in Warframe. Exactly. It's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, I, I always say, it, look, people come in, and, and I understand the mentality, because most games, like, you know, I, I, I used to play World of Warcraft, and I played it for way too many years. Um, but th- there was a point where you'd say, I need to get to a certain level to do certain content, and Warframe doesn't really have that um, that idea within. Uh, and so people jump in, and they try and smash it out, and then they, you know, that burnout... I always say that it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a it's not a sprint. There's no end. There's no nowhere to be. So yeah. enjoy the journey. You know the journey is the game. Um, yeah, it's it's not about smashing through towards the end because there is no end. Once you get there, you lose. You know, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. No, that's interesting. Mm. All right. Yeah. So one one question I do have in regards to your channel. Mm-hmm. So obviously you've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know that just playing games only gets you so far. Correct. What is it about you and what you do and your approach to your channel that you think people like about you? In other words, why should people watch you? Yeah, look, um, I made a couple of YouTube videos about this, and I think a lot of a lot of the the key is: Are you a streamer or are you a gamer? Um, and and a lot of people who stream. They're gamers, and, and there's a difference between those who are, you know, professional gamers and you know, top tier in teams and you know, esports. That's a whole other tier, right? So park that. But yeah. for for everybody else, if you're a gamer, you're more interested in the game, right? That's your priority. If something cool is happening in the game, you're focused. Um, for me, I'm a streamer, so I I'm more interested in the chat. And if something is happening in the chat, I and I'm I end up dead. So be it. You know, I'm not interested in the game. I'm mm. interested in the stream. And I, and I think making that difference. And instead of being you know game focused, I'm community fo- community focused. So um, 
you know, I've got a massive uh, following uh, on Discord and it's pretty much the same community that I build on the stream that comes across the Discord. And the biggest achievement for me was when I could step back from the conversations on Discord and know that the community was, you know, talking amongst amongst themselves. And, mm. you know, it was a real, at that point I realized that I've got a real community here and I don't need to inject myself in every single conversation. I can let them just discuss and do whatever they want. Um, yeah. And that, that was that light bulb moment for me that, um, you know, community is, is the key. Community is what, what people come back to. Uh, and yeah, I'm the hub yep. of that community, but it's more um, having that environment where people are comfortable to talk to each other and they're friendly and everyone is cool. And, and that, that, that to me is what makes a successful stream over somebody playing video games because, you know, for example, I said before that I start my streams now in the just chatting section and get to know my community. And yes, sure, my numbers are lower than when I'm in Warframe directory, but they're still relatively high. Um, and if I was to jump to another game, that community will come with me. And I think that's what makes a, su a successful stream as opposed to being game centric. And then if that game was to, you know, you burn out on the game or the game dies or whatever, hundred other reasons that something can change, um, then you start from scratch. So yeah, that community, um, vibe and that community feel, that's what I think we've got with, uh, my community. And, you know, like I say, it goes over to discord as well and you can see it right now you log on and people are chatting and i'm not there i'm not talking i'm not doing anything so that's that's what builds people that's what builds a stream you know in my opinion that's yeah. a great approach yeah i think you know ourselves we've we've sort of gotten to that point as well with with our discord it's gotten mm -hmm. to that point now where the people where everyone that's in our discord is talking amongst themselves Perfect. regardless of whether we're there or not and it, it really is like you said it's 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 both a relief because you know, you don't have to be there all the time, but at the same time, it's mind blowing that, you know, there's this community that is sort of around you. And, and I have looked at your, your discord cause I, I joined your discord and you have a massive discord. Yeah. <laughs> Ab uh, absolutely uh, the, massive. Yeah. The key is just welcome people in and, and, you know, make it somewhere that somebody who just pops in is, is, is able and it's not clicky, you know, I, I try to yeah. avoid the clicky conversations and, um, you know, it's all, and if I find somebody trying to break in, I'll jump in and well, you know, and engage with them to, to bring them up to speed. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. um, you, yeah, it, cause it can't, that can be the other, the downfall. Once you do build a community it can turn into a clicky type thing of the people in the know and then the people who aren't. And yeah. so you got to bridge that gap for those people who are new to the community, but um, that has been, that has been the key to, to my success. I feel is that, you know, build that community, get people in there, make them feel welcome, make them feel like a place where they can come and hang out and discuss the games. You know, yeah. we talk about apex, we talk about, uh, Warframe, obviously, you know, we've got a general discussion where we bag on Anthem cause why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you know, and, and it, it, you know, look, we do have some disagreements in there, but you know, it's part, it's part of the, part of the joy of it all, you know? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Which did you build faster, your your Twitch following or your um, Discord? It was definitely Twitch. Well, I don't know about faster. I wouldn't use fast in anything that I've yeah. done. Um, Five years is not a, not a <laughs> short period of time. No. So look, let me give you a quick story. Um, when I played Elder Scrolls, I had a decent community, a, a pretty large community. Um, and when I quit that game, see, this is, a, and this is what triggered in my mind that once I, uh, quit Elder Scrolls, I pretty much 
started from zero. I had mm. a few loyal regulars who came with me and they don't, I mean, I've got people who've been hanging around with me for four and a half, five years and don't even play Warframe, but they're there to hang out with me. And that's, um, you yeah, know, well. and then you got those guys and then you've got, I had a whole bunch of people who were Elder Scrolls people and I don't see any of them anymore, but they were like regulars day in, day out while I was playing Elder Scrolls. And the second I stopped playing it, they vanished. So my stream, my, my channel pretty much died and I had to rebuild it. And that's when I said, right, if this is what I'm going to do, I'm not going to just focus the game, um, but I'm going to focus, put all my energy into the community. And that's when I started working on the Discord. It was about the time I started my Discord server. I mean, the Discord server was around for Elder Scrolls, but it was pretty... I mean, I was active in every single conversation. Once I switched across to Warframe, um, again, I was active in the conversations until the point I didn't need to be. And I think the key for me was... um, branching out a little bit and testing the waters. You know, I played, I, I play pinball, like I said, played pinball stream the other day, still had a whole bunch of viewers. Um, I do astrophotography streams, which is a bit of a, a rare oh, one wow. on, on um, Twitch. Yeah. I pull out the telescope, set it up in a backyard and we take, you know, we look at the telescope and we can all see it on stream, which is fantastic. And people hang around for that, for the community as opposed to, you know, the, the game and doing that and testing the waters, jumping around to different things um was something that you know really showed me that the community is is a real community and not a game community you know mm. so for the, look it was a slow slog either way but um the twitch community definitely was first and the discord was supporting that all, all the way along you know yeah nice i'm oh, gonna have cool. to um catch that uh astrophotography stream oh, yeah. i think yeah it's pretty same. awesome yeah same. sounds sounds real good um Oh, so okay. So looking looking at some of the stuff that D has um, talked about in the upcoming mm. um, months this year, what are you most excited for? Yeah, so excited isn't a word I use. Um, I've <laughs> it's a real weird one, right? Because if you've ever you know if you hang out in my channel before before too long, you're going to hear me rant about um, pre orders and and all this sort of stuff, and and it all comes back to the hype culture. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of hype culture. I don't love knowing everything um, about a game before it's released. You know, I like to experience it uh, as it comes out. Um, I know the the new uh, the new profit take. I don't even know what it is called today because it just came out just today or yesterday. Yeah, um, the exploiter. The ex- yeah, I, I haven't looked at it because I I want to experience it firsthand for myself. So yep. some of the things that I am interested in, and uh, it's kind of weird because I made a video about it. After um, they did the roadmap, uh, they came out with, I sort of came out with a video a a while ago on YouTube called uh, My PVE Idea for Warframe. And it was about um, the Railjack system. Yeah. And it was more, you know, I I would really love, instead of it just being a single mission uh, of Railjack, if it was, you know, uh, something that we could lock ourselves into and take us on a journey. So in in my idea, it was, right, you know, we commit to, to doing whatever Railjack mission, let's call it, and we would be locked in for three days with us with our squad. And we would then travel to another star system. And in that time, we would encounter battles and, and different missions in that journey. And when we got there, we would be in this other star system with different maps and different things. And then if we wanted to come back, it's another three-day journey back. Um, and then they did the roadmap stream where, they, where Steve, uh, D, Steve sort of said that Railjack isn't going to be a mission above 
um, Venus and that's it. It's going to be a system. And, you know, it sort of was like, oh, that sort of sounds like what I was saying, you know, obviously to a lesser degree because what I was saying was massive. Um, But that idea of uh, an additional system off to the side instead of just the regular, you know, the set different, you know, defense, mobile defense, survivals, et cetera, um, having a totally new system, that sort of thing really appeals to me. Um, I'm not a fan of new content. I don't think having new Warframes is new content. I don't care how many fr- how many tools I have in that belt. I'm more interested <laughs> in what jobs I can do with the tools. I need yeah, more okay. jobs, not the same jobs with different tools. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I don't care if we've got 10 more frames. I could care less. We've got 30-something frames as it is. You know, give me something to do with the frames, and now we're talking. In my mind, that's content, you know? So I'm really looking forward to that new Railjack system. Um, I think that's going to be awesome. The... That I was I was happy that they said that the uh, Gas City re rework or um, remaster isn't just a skin refresh, but there's different systems in there that that excited me as well. So that's cool. Yeah, different systems, um, new story. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and I tell you what, the new Nightwave system has is exceeded my expectations. I'm mm. absolutely loving the game now for the new Nightwave system, and it's like, well, do some crappy old mission over here, and you get some points. And that simple simple concept of doing random mission that you were doing, you didn't want to do because you get, what, 1,000 XP? Sure. Now I'm loving doing it because, you know, it's just reinvigorated um, myself and the community just to do some random missions that we didn't really want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, so that Nightwave system is fantastic to... I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Completely agree. Yeah. Yes. They, they did do an amazing job with the Nightwave. And hopefully, and hopefully it just gets better. Yeah, and it's such a simple. I mean, you think about it. If you step back, you go, okay, it's not. They haven't redesigned anything. It's just a simple, you know, incentive-based thing to go and do something. Mm. And the rewards aren't fantastic, but it's just a. It gives you something to do on a weekly and daily basis. I mean, you know, I would sit there at like I. I I would sit there every stream and we'd do the sortie. That was a, you know, we start off the stream with the sortie and then we would, uh, I'd sit around and say, all right, let's get a squad together. Okay. What do you want to do? And that's say, No, I don't care. Do whatever. And the other guy, what do you want to do? Nothing. You know, I don't care. Whatever. And we'd end up just <laughs> running some relics. You know, if mm. it was, if it was idle on time, we'd do some idle ons. Other than that, we'd just pretty much stand around and do some relics. Now yeah. we've got all these things that, you know, oh, cool. We've got to do bounties. We've got to go do some mining. We've got to do a Kuva survival for an hour. Oh, cool. All right. Now we've got something to do, you know? Like it or hate it, we still it gives us something to do, you know. Yeah, fantastic. It's a it's a checklist. Exactly. Yeah. Such a simple and system, but gives you something to drive for. It's great. Yeah, mm. a purpose. Exactly. Where it was sort of um, there was it lacked direction in the past. I think so. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucas, do you have any any final questions? I didn't. I did only uh, want to take up uh, half an hour of Jim's time, but he has sorry. been very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not that I can think of, no. No, so we could probably ask you a million more questions and and talk about a million more <laughs> things about Warframe, <laughs> but um, we will, you know, let you go. And if you if you like, you're always welcome to come back on and have another no, chat with happy us. To. Yeah, awesome. Um, so spruik yourself, pimp yourself out. Well, uh, where where right can people then. find you? <laughs> if, I, if I absolutely must, uh... I'm twisting. <laughs> All right, then we we got uh, Backyarders TV. Write that down. It's on uh, Twitch. It's on YouTube. It's on Discord. It's on Twitter. 
Backyardist TV, get it on all of those things. But uh, like I say, I do stream Sunday to Thursday, 3 p.m. through to 11 on Twitch, uh, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. I'm not sure how long we're in Daylight Savings Time, but anyway, you'll work it'll it out. It'll end soon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll end soon. And uh, YouTube, I'm doing a... Uh, I've, pretty much the last few months, I've been pumping out a whole bunch of videos. I've got an Eidolon guide. I've got a Profit Taker guide. I've got the Nightwave guide. I've got a Focus guide. Um, I am working uh, this weekend on a... Beginner's Guide to Modding. Uh, I'm not a big fan of oh, telling nice. people how to mod things and, and you know, giving people builds. Um, yeah. I don't think that helps I'm, uh, because it doesn't give them the tools to go off and build their own. So I'm, I want to build a, a guide that explains my process of putting, you know, how do I go about building things. So I'm going to work on that video this weekend and that should be up soon on YouTube. That's awesome. I think I'll um, check that out. Yeah. That, that, you know, I'm always of the opinion that, you know, better to teach a person to fish instead of giving them the fish, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. is that the saying? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so that's that's YouTube. <laughs> so I've like been that. working on that. Something like that. Give it, give it a fish. Yeah, right. So yeah, backyardist TV on all of those platforms. Get involved. Love your work. I'll take a fish if you're giving away fish. Um, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. So if you want to spell backyardist TV, it's B A C K Y A R D I S T V. Correct. So that's just it. to to help those uh, poor spellings out there. There you go. I am, I am here for the people. Uh, (laughs) well thank you again so much for coming on we really really appreciate it you have been a gem very insightful um and yeah some very enjoyable stories as well so thank you for that appreciate it thanks for having me on and uh, i'm happy to come back again if you want to hear me rant about pre-orders just ask (laughs) you've got to extend your your podcast for a few more hours though because i can go off on a tangent we, we we might have to do that. I'm I'm quite interested in hearing yeah. what you've got to say about pre-orders. As am I. <laughs> I think this is a plan now. <laughs> All right. So we will uh, we'll call it quits for today. But thank you again, and uh, we hope to speak with you again soon. Fantastic. Thank you very much, thank you guys. Appreciate it. <laughs>
behind his desk, and it looks um, it's a pretty good backdrop, really. I'm very good. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> very retro. Yeah. Exactly. So that is it again for us for this very special episode of Cephalon Squared, our first community spotlight with Jim from Backyardis IT, no, Backyardis TV. Uh, <laughs> so thanks again to Jim. Uh, we are, of course, Cephalon Squared. You can find information on our website, cephalonsquared.com. Uh, my name is Greg Newbigin. I am Mad Capsules pretty much all over the place. And who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, and I am Silverlight all over the place, S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. And thank you so much to the community. Um, you know, we're really trying to get out uh, some good quality content like interviews like this. Um, so hope you enjoy. Exactly. Give us some feedback. We really need it uh, to help make sure we're making the content you want to listen to or read if you're looking at the website as well. So thank you to Jan at Disco Box underscore Disco underscore Box. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> For the intro and outro. Um, yeah. And thank you to you for listening. And we'll see you in just a couple of short days with our next lore cast on the wall within. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.